0: coming at you from the EBITDA Growth System Studios, looking out at the beautiful Rocky Mountains. My name is Dave Gapkovitz, and I'm with Mike Watkins, and we want to welcome you to the Making Business Profitable Podcast. Good day, Dave. Good day, Michael. How are you doing? I'm doing well, man. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I heard you had a nice little uh, visit up to the mountains this weekend. Yeah,
1: man. We went up to uh, Breckenridge on Saturday, and uh, we skied Copper on Sunday. And uh, it was one of those Colorado days where it was one degree, so that didn't help. But um, it was fresh powder, and uh, one degree in fresh powder means it stays powder. I mean, it just stays crystallized like that. And so it was just glorious. I mean, to look out over God's creation and look at the mountains and and to be pushing snow around. And, uh,
0: man, that's why people come to Colorado. So you, so you still remembered how to ski, huh?
1: You don't really forget how to ski. It's kind of like riding a bicycle. Um, were you one, doing,
0: doing the jumps and the whole thing, doing the helicopter?
1: No, no.
0: Backflip? I figure I'd leave that to the Olympians. Well, I wasn't sure. Since it's I, Olympic season, I wasn't sure if you were... Maybe get on a half pipe? No, dude, I do the
1: wide open... Blue-black bowls. That's me. I love to just push snow around, have my arms out like I'm an angel, and just take it all in. So, tell me
0: something, Mike. Tell me, how long have we known each other? Hmm, 35 years. <laughs> no, why, not, why, not, not quite. Why haven't we skied together yet?
1: You know, we work too hard, Dave. I think that's the answer to
0: that question. So you're going down the bowl with your arms out, and I look like a bear on skis. This would be something that movies are made of.
1: Well, we'd have to catch that guy with the GoPro and, and take it off his head,
0: because <laughs> he, he'd probably try to sell it. <laughs> oh, goodness. So what are we talking about today, buddy?
1: Well, I think uh, one of the things that we keep encountering is this whole onboarding thing. You know, we got some baby boomer business owners, and they're like, what's onboarding all about?
0: Like onboarding, like when you hire an employee, getting them onboard?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, okay. And what's the big deal around onboarding? And uh, so I thought we'd talk a little bit about what the big deal is about onboarding.
0: That's a great subject. That's a great subject. I could talk about this all day long because if you want to gain insight about uh, how an owner feels about employees, let's start talking about onboarding, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I I mean, I think that's,
1: that's the way to, to, to capture it or the way to, to, to tee it up. Dave, if, if we ask a business owner how they feel about onboarding and they tell us it's no big deal, you know, I, why would we invest time and energy in onboarding? What, what's the conclusion that you and I reach? Well,
0: you kind of get a feel for the culture of the company. Um, you get a feel for how the employer cares about their employees or if they just throw them through the wind yeah um and it all drives down to if if they're profitable or not so you see a lot of that right so uh, if I ask an owner hey do you do you invest in your employees as you onboard them do you have a process you know do they do you make sure um, that that everything's covered so you might not get anything out of that employee as far as productions concerned for the first couple of days but Day three, they start and they're on their feet running, right? And some yeah. some people would rather their employees kind of fumble around from the beginning, and and it's kind of, and when you have five six people fumbling around because they never really knew the right way the first time, they don't ever feel like they're winning, and if they're not winning, then they don't really want to stay there because people want to win.
1: Yeah, Dave, and, and it just costs so much money. I mean, just hearing you say those things makes me cringe because, you know, these people should be up and running in, I don't know, 10 to 12 days, like major contributors. But if they haven't been properly onboarded and they don't even know where to go to the restroom or where to go for lunch, I mean, these are important things for people. And, and so they spend all their time spooled up trying to figure that stuff out as opposed to how to make a part
0: for you. It's like, take, it's, you know, it's like taking somebody out on a date and sitting at a different table. You, I've done that, man. <laughs> that's so, and uh and everything doing? everything becomes more clear all of a sudden.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. You know, these small the <laughs> medium sized companies don't have an HR function and I think that's the big issue. So I'm a business owner, I'm not messing
0: around with HR stuff. Like I hired you, so come on board and get to work. And get to work. And that's the problem. When you don't have an HR person, you are the HR person, which means you're the welcome committee, which means you're the one that, make, that needs to make them feel at home, right?
1: Absolutely. And if my first day at the office, when I show up and you go, what the hell are you doing here? Oh, yeah, that's right. You do start today. If, if you're surprised because I started today, you probably don't have an onboarding program.
0: <laughs> that's a pretty good bet. Pretty yeah. good bet. Uh, we've had a guest, uh, Marnie, Marnie Erbach. And by far the best HR professional I've ever worked with. And the way she made an employee feel when they first started, they've made them feel like they were at home and they were part of our family. One of the key pieces to our success. I mean, I can't say enough about that woman and what she was able to do in an HR function. So, you know.
1: <sighs> yeah, I mean, when, when I come on board and I have my computer access already, you know, my passwords and so forth, Someone has been assigned to me to make sure I I'm uh, feel comfortable and and I have any of my questions answered and uh, and they take me to lunch that day and or there's a banner that says welcome aboard Mike and everyone comes through and shakes my hand and man so glad you're on the job. I mean it's, you can imagine the impact that that would have you store up so many coupons
0: with a new employee when you do that. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, if you're a business owner and you have a total disregard for the importance of properly onboarding somebody new, then I would say your culture's most likely just lukewarm, right? You probably have a revolving door. There's not a whole bunch of commitment to you and your organization, not a lot of commitment to your success. You know, you don't have employees that care like their owners, because you can tell when employees want to pull the rope, right?
1: Right. And then, surprise, surprise, when we get their financials for our initial review, uh, the profits are in the single digits.
0: Yep, yep. And, and, and employees, most of them, are just simply means of production. They're, you know, just, hey, you're a warm body, push the button, write the paperwork, get it done. And, and when employee doesn't care, your profits are really low, right?
1: Sure, sure. And I think also, Dave, uh, with, with the new generation of worker And I say the new generation of worker, not so much from an age standpoint, but, you know, certainly it's driven by age. But even baby boomers are like, hey, I think those young people have it right. So, if you get some all-star baby boomers or some all-star Gen Xers that are further along in their career, they're senior, they know what they're doing, and they leave a bad manager to come to you, um, their expectation is the same as the millennial, so don't get that wrong. Don't think... I got me a Gen Xer or I got me a new baby boomer and they don't really care about all that soft stuff. They've learned to care because they've observed
0: it in the millennials. So here's the thing. The workforce is dropping in number by the day. We're losing, uh, month over month over month, we're losing millions of workers, which means the workforce that, uh, that we need is becoming more and more valuable because you have less and less of them which means the workforce is the one holding all the cards. So if you want a good workforce, you need to treat them like they're wanted and like they're needed. And when you treat a workforce like that, they pay dividends in return. It's not, everything's about being successful. And you're successful when your employees know you care about them. And when your employees know you care about them, they want to stay with you like a family member would want to stay. And the more, the more engaged you are, we'll talk about engagement in a second, the more the employee wants you to be successful, and the more they want you to be successful, the more you win, right? Oh, absolutely. And and so it's it's an employee's market, not an employer's market anymore. And we're going into like a thirty year run of this, aren't we?
1: It's uh, you showed me that article. It, it's going to get really tight here because uh, you know these later generations only had one kid or half a kid. I, I haven't seen the half a kid walking around, but. Uh, so yeah, the, the workforce is just going to go away because they're because of the birth rate. No, it's just math.
0: So yeah, the math. The, the math. If, if I if I do, if if you if you let me, I, the math is the average baby boomer had four children, and then from the baby boomer, the average Gen Xer had 1.7 or call it two children, and then the average millennial has 0. 0.7 or one child. Right. So you start thinking about that generationally and. 15 years you're going to be down from 4 people to 2 people and 2 people to 1 person probably in 20 to 30 years so talk about diminishing workforce
1: yeah so
0: so you better treat them like they're valuable so onboarding is so key to this so onboarding is a big deal because today's workforce if your company does not care enough about about the worker to make certain that they're getting onboarded you're in trouble
1: yeah and I, you know we don't want to beat a dead horse but you know this idea of uh, me being onboarded properly and feeling good about the place that I work at Uh, I get a head start on this employee engagement thing and um, the the Gallup organization has done their research around employee engagement and they say you know basically 20% of your workforce is actively disengaged those guys are stealing from you, they're running your clients away and they're running your employees away and if you don't have an HR function, um, they're the only ones that are left. you you got a bunch of actively disengaged employees They've run everyone else off. And then by like 20% of your workforce is actively engaged. I mean, these are the ones who go the extra yard. They want success for you. They want success for their company. They want success for themselves. And those are the ones who are pulling the wagon for you. And then in the middle are the people who are um, not engaged, so they're not actively disengaged, but they're not actively engaged either. They're just coming to work to get a paycheck, and you can convert those people. You can convert the not engaged to actively engaged, and the bottom line impact from that engaged workforce is, is is huge. The actively disengaged, you got to fire them. I mean, you have to identify them and,
0: and fire. Yeah, chances of rehabilitating an actively disengaged employee are, are slim to none, for sure. So, so to onboard. When you onboard someone, that's really when you dive in and really invest in engagement and you engage the employee. What does engagement mean? It means when you meet them, you walk through the processes, procedures, you walk them around, you introduce them to the team. And every and then after the, their day you go back and touch base them a day later hey how are you liking your job is there any questions anything I can do for you then a couple days later you touch base them and then and a couple of times a week you continually touch base them. how are you do is there anything we can do to make your job better uh, what can we do to help you understand what can I do to make it easier for you do you have any good suggestions you might see from a previous work or a previous job you've had you know do you have any suggestions to make our job better and let, let them know they're valued and you want to hear them and so. When you do that, you change that mentality. Next thing you know is they're pulling the wagon. And that's an employee that's not going to leave. Because if you don't do that, in today's market, they could be looking, you'd hire Monday and Friday, they're looking for a job already. But that engagement is so critical. And we saw this, we saw this at, a, at one of our clients we worked with. Uh, they were having two, three people a week leave. And I think last I checked, since October, they've lost like four people since October. It's end of February. So you start shifting that culture. Mm-hmm. And what happened mm-hmm. is, is the current workforce ran those four people out because they weren't performers. Yeah. And we're not going to put up with somebody not doing a good job and not taking care of our business. So, and and it was really cool because at least a dozen people that used to work there came back. <laughs> it's like, wow. Because the, they were losing That's good people. Reputation, yeah. So the reputation comes back and next thing you know is they're all winning. And the revenue per employee triples. It was, it was It's just amazing what... engagement does what does that look like it looks like a leader general manager president whatever walking the floor every day if not twice a day or at least three times a week
1: and Dave Dave, what does that cost the company to have the general manager walking around and saying how was your weekend and hey how's that back and hey are you you dad yet you know what that's got to be enormously expensive
0: that's just, That's just called your job. If you're not doing that, you're not doing your job. And, and if you're not doing that, call me, 260-740-7910. I'll tell you how to do that. It's the most important part of your job is engaging workforce. It doesn't cost you a damn penny. I mean, employees need to see you. They don't need to hear you. They don't need to read a memo or an email. They need to see you. They need the fist bump. And if you're scared of fist bumping, put on a damn glove. You know, it's just they need that. You think they don't, but they really do.
1: And it's not something you get to assign to someone else either, Dave. I mean, that's your role, and you can't assign it to someone else.
0: The big boss coming around, telling people they care about them, asking them how they're doing, is something that employee won't forget for a year. It's so important. And then, engagement looks like having a town hall every month. This is the score. This is how we're doing. We're winning here, and we're winning because of you and your efforts. Or, hey, we need help here. Does anybody have any good suggestions? Those town halls monthly, well you saw it, what it does. And here's the deal, you know,
1: from an EGS standpoint, this is an EGS commercial, but the couple of clients that we've had to say, this probably is not gonna work. It was because they weren't willing to do something about their culture. They just weren't willing to own it. Onboarding, what's the big deal? And so, hey, we're here to double your profits. And uh, we don't want you to get in the way of our bread promise to you. Right. But more importantly, if you don't care about people like that, we, we can't, you
0: know, we can't do business. That's just not going to work. That's right. You got to care about your people because we can't wind up caring more about your people than you do. Right. It doesn't work. It just, but, just doesn't work. But when you engage your workforce and your turnover drops over, or, or talk about the cost of turnover, Mike. So say you have uh, a mid to high level person and that person generates a hundred and fifty thousand dollars in revenue for you.
1: Yeah, I mean, you can just Google employee turnover cost and get hundreds of different answers, but it's probably safe to say that uh, one time their earnings is, is the cost of turning over an employee. And how does it get to be one times their earnings? Like they just said, when they're working for you, they're producing for you, and if they're gone, then they aren't producing, and you've got this gap. And then when you bring a new person on board, somebody had to go do that hiring, and that takes time and money. But then the person comes on board, and they're not pulling the wagon for you immediately, so that's costing you money. And then someone's training them, that's costing you money. I mean, and once you add up all those different sources of cost for every employee that's turned over, it's at least one time. So you're talking forty, fifty grand. Yeah, or 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 more, because you know you're paying them taxes and benefits. So yep. You're in the seventy seventy-five thousand dollar range, and if you turn over five people, you know that's there goes your profit if yeah. you're single digits. Oh my gosh! It's, so when you nice. keep
0: them, so when you keep them, you're really that's really a big part of retaining profits. So, it really is. so we see companies. This is a part of many different parts that uh, we really invest in with owners and partner with them. But that's one of the reasons we get to double digit profit. One of the reasons we can guarantee to double the valuation of your company in three years. It's it's, it's not falling off a horse. It's teaching owners what specifically to care about more. Because when you care about the right things and you're doing the right thing right, then profit comes along.
1: And onboarding your employees is exactly that. Right on, Mike. Right on The Making Business Profitable podcast is brought to you by eSquare Marketing. At ESM, we are your social media management team that puts your mind at ease. Not only can we help with your social media management services, but we can help with your paid advertising, email marketing, website design, video, and even podcast production. Visit us online at eSquareMarketing.com.
0: systems do what we do to impact lives through improving business performance. To get access to our content or engage us in any way, you can reach our contact page or any of our information on our website at www.ebitagrowthsystems.com.